You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerds! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and animes are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Comic Section Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and normally I have my co-host right by my side, my very talented co-host, Lil CO, but Lil is currently out this week, but it's all good. Your boy, Jason, I am here to hold it down solo, dolo this week, and I figure what better way to hold it down solo, dolo than to give you guys my review of HBO Max's Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's right, his four-hour cut. And I got a chance to watch it. And again, guys, I'm going to make sure this episode is basically just my review. So I'm going to keep it spoiler free. I'm going to keep it pretty general. Just giving you guys my thoughts on the six main characters. I'm obviously talking about Cyborg, The Flash, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Batman, and of course, Superman. And um, I won't really make mention of too many side characters so I don't give away any potential spoilers. Okay, so um, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump in to it all right so first things first i have to do this i have to apologize to all the Zack snyder hashtag release the snyder cut fans out there and yeah i've been giving you guys a hard time Ooh, we i've been giving you guys such a hard time but i must apologize i'm sorry Okay, that was kind of an evil sound effect of I'm sorry, but you guys get the sentiment. All right, I apologize because I must say this movie right here was amazing. Oh, my goodness. Now, if you follow me on social media, just in case if you don't, follow me at JRockTheMic. That's J-R-O-C-D-A-M-I-C on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, That right there, you can already see my review of it. So I'm going to give you guys a more in-depth review right here on the podcast this episode all right so uh yeah i think we're ready y'all ready okay here's my review you have every right to agree or disagree feel sure to let me know uh so first things first let's go into this young man cyborg in the world of ones and zeros you are the absolute master these boxes will get inside you and find your weaknesses and your fears Take your place among the brave ones. I'm not broken. And I'm not alone. That's right, guys. Ray Fisher, cyborg, a controversial Ray Fisher in the WB film world. You know, obviously we've known about his, uh, you know, his battle with the WB um, as far as, the, you know, the allegations against Joss Wheaton, uh, some of the WB execs, Jeff Johns. And uh, yeah, man, it's been a, a long battle between Ray Fisher and WB. But I will say that this movie, Cyborg, undoubtedly was the heart and soul of the film, in my humble opinion. Uh, I definitely feel like this movie helped validate at least some of his claims about, you know, what what all happened to his, his scenes in the 27, 2017 film uh, that Joss Whedon directed. I mean, uh, so much was cut out. So, you know, four hours, of course, you get to see more 
of Cyborg. You get to see his story arc in full. You get to see his relationship with his parents, specifically with his dad, you know, the 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 issues with him and his dad because, you know, father-son relationship is pretty prevalent in the world of DC. That's one thing I just noticed as well. So um, I would say that, yes, yeah, Cyborg, I mean, you really feel for cyborg in this film you you see his ups you see his downs and uh you root for him you really really do root for him and to the fact that i say he's the heart and soul of the team because there are characters that kind of help him kind of help see his more heroic side like characters like wonder woman um wonder woman was again no spoilers but wonder woman was definitely one of the people that was really rooting for cyborg to take on that heroic role and uh as far as the team goes so um again oh man ray fisher did his thing in this role and the only thing that sucks is that i want to see more of ray fisher cyborg now after seeing this film i want to see more cyborg ray fisher cyborg uh but unfortunately i mean he might have burnt too many bridges with him in this battle with wb i don't know but from um so far from a lot of the uh the fan reviews from so many people from all over they're like all applauding ray fisher's acting skills in this i mean it's just way better cyborg's just way better he even looks a little different obviously with Zack snyder he kind of fine-tuned him and his vfx crew you know they you know did a little different you know designs for cyborg uh the cgi was a little more crisp and uh, it was a little darker. You know, that's one of the things, you know, Zack Snyder tends to do in a lot of his films. It's like kind of gray, like the gradient, the color gradient. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly for all of the artists out there. I know Lil Seal might be shaking their head at me like, oh, you got it so wrong, Jay. You got it so wrong. But hopefully I hopefully I think I said that right. But uh, the color was just, you know, more grayish, not not super shiny, not super colorful. Um and I really feel like Zack Snyder did a great job with Cyborg in this film. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I love Cyborg's character. I love this version of Cyborg way more than the Joss Whedon version. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on it. So uh, be on the lookout. If you haven't seen it, Cyborg did his thing in this. Next up, it's time to get into the Speed Force, baby. Let's talk about The Flash. You're brilliant, man. Absolute best of the best. Make your own future, your own future. Make your own past, make your own past. It's all right now. Yeah, yo, the Flash, Ezra Miller, Barry Allen, man. I, oh, wow. Well, just like my sentiments towards Cyborg is the same how I feel about the Flash. I feel like Zack Snyder's version of Barry Allen, we get to see and get to know his character a lot more in this version. Uh, the 2017 version, I'm not going to lie, man, he was super clumsy, kept falling over himself. He's just, you know, you could tell he's still like new to his powers as far as like the speed force and tapping into it and how fast he can really go. In this film, he's still learning those things, but you could tell he's a lot more seasoned. You know what I mean? Like he, he has his own rules, you know, so he's, he's not as clumsy. He's not just like falling all over the place. That was my big issue in the uh, Joss Whedon cut of it. I just didn't like how his character was. I didn't even like how he ran. I just felt like he just kept, he just looked clumsy. And no lie, he kind of still runs in a, like with his arms flanging around, but it makes more sense in this version, I will say. Um, and of course, with Zack Snyder, of course, we all know Zack Snyder loves to slow-mo. If you ever watch a Zack Snyder film, he loves to slow it down. And I feel like it was necessary for the Flash's character because 
he's the Flash, you know, just like how Marvel did with Quicksilver, at least Fox's Quicksilver, their version of it, how they slowed everything down to actually display how fast Quicksilver is. So this was Zack Snyder's way of showing the world how fast the Flash is. And and it even made sense as to why sometimes the Flash, he talks very fast because he thinks very fast. So he gets a lot of stuff out. Um and I just, again, I feel like this was a, a way better version. And again, you get to see his dynamic with his father because um, his father is actually in prison in this film. And um, and he's trying to get his dad out. He wants to get his dad out. And his dad's like, hey, go out there. And I just want you to be the best you you can be. And we also get to see a person that was cut from the 2017 version of the film. Talking about the actress Kersey Clemens, who she plays, Iris West. So we actually get to see her scenes in the film because i'm not gonna lie when the trailer came out for the 2017 film and the promo i'm like oh, okay i'm excited to see her take on a character of iris west so we actually get to see some of her scenes and um but yeah you know same thing just like with cyborg i just feel like the flash was way more uh you just felt him more you know and he's you know, he's. I guess you could say he's kind of like the the jokester of the crew. You know, he makes his jokes here and there. Sometimes the jokes can kind of be a little corny when he. But at the same time, you know, you really get to really enjoy the character. You love you love his version. I'm, at least I do. I'm like I'm not gonna lie. 2017, I was not feeling his version of the Flash, but I must say Zack Snyder definitely made me you know care for this version care for this flash right here so and i'm also now after seeing this film i'm super excited about the flash movie now i mean of course you know hopefully it comes out because for the longest time it's been pushed back different directors coming and going and um but hopefully this movie is still uh from as of right now is still going to happen at least in the next few years so um if that's the case i really hope the director that's doing this film really takes more notes on Zack Snyder's version of this character because, man, this is the version of The Flash that I want to see, okay? But I do say I do not want to see a Flashpoint, even though I feel like that's probably what we're going to get because we we'll probably have to retcon some stuff. I don't know. Hopefully I'm wrong, but either way, this movie made me excited for the new Flash movie. So, uh, yeah, great job, great job. Next up, we're going to take a trip under the sea. We're going to the oceans, baby, so you already know who that is. You can't turn your back on the world forever, above or below. Thousands of years since our people spoke. The firstborn beloved queen of love. I need warriors. The time has come. Take up your mother's trident. This is a bad idea. All right, my man. That's right, my homie Jason Momoa the Aquaman Arthur Curry. And uh, so my thoughts, uh, I feel like just like, I, I feel like there's going to be a running sentiment on this episode. It's just like, I feel like this is just a much better version of Aquaman. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the Aquaman movie, uh, but I do feel like this movie, uh, it makes this character that much more, uh, you can relate to this character even more. Even after seeing the Aquaman film, I feel like this version of Arthur, before we get to the Aquaman solo film, you know, we get to see Arthur's reasoning for like wanting to be, you know, left alone. He's kind of a loner. It's like, hey, I, like, I don't want to be involved in anybody's business. I don't want to be involved in my own family's issues. I'm trying to just leave me alone because obviously he has some 
some issues with his family. He felt like he was abandoned. He felt like he was abandoned from the Atlantean side from his mom and he just has those issues. And his character being very, you know, a loner type, he just very, very cynical, I would say, just uh, doesn't trust a lot of stuff. Um, you're going to see him not necessarily agree with uh, some of the Atlanteans because, again, we didn't get a chance to see uh, Zack Snyder's Atlantean scene with, you know, Mira and Volko. You know, we get to see these characters. Um, but, yeah, you know, you get to see, like, Arthur's just like, yo, man, bro, leave me alone. You know, I don't want – I ain't trying to be involved in nothing. Look, I'm just trying to help the people that needs my help just a little bit here and there and i'm out don't bother me but throughout this film you kind of see where his heart starts to like you know what all right i see now okay you know it's kind of like uh but i love jason momoa that's why i have to thank Zack snyder for casting jason momoa because lord knows i even but i think jason momoa said in an interview like you know when he first got the role he originally thought he was going to be lobo you know, because I'm like, oh, yeah, like when this first happened, when we all saw Jason Momoa was going to be in D.C. in a D.C. film, I feel like nine out of ten of us thought, oh, Lobo, because he legit looks like Lobo. Like he got the hair, the tats, the muscles, you know, but man, I love that he chose that Zack Snyder, you know, his vision was to put him as Aquaman. Cause Aquaman needed to be cool, needed to be badass, like Aquaman was always been the the butt of the jokes <laughs> in the mainstream world, but I really feel like Jason Momoa captures that epic badass part of of Aquaman that makes Aquaman cool. Like Aquaman, low key is probably like my new favorite DC character. Jason Momoa's Aquaman because I just I loved how he plays him. Uh, I love how stoic he is in the film, and Jason Momoa is just a cool guy, just overall. So I just feel like oh man, this is perfect. And uh, but yeah, Zack Snyder's version of this just amazing you like you really you see jason momoa go through his emotions but he's pretty pretty much like you know stern stubborn like oh look man i'll just leave me alone I'll, okay i'll help but you know uh you know what i'm saying but i would say and without spoiling anything that you see the little the the heart that grows a little bit i feel like his heart was kind of cold for the longest part uh in the film but you get to see it grow a little bit so Super, super elated to see Zack Snyder's version of Aquaman really come to life in this film. And, uh, but yeah, and other than that, I mean, obviously, you know, Aquaman made a billion dollars. So we already know when Aquaman 2 is happening. So, uh, but let's just hope that the next Aquaman, like the James Wan, if he's still directing it, like, hey, took some notes from Zack Snyder. Like, okay, all right, a lot of people are loving this version, this take of Aquaman. It's not too much that changed as far as his character overall. I just feel like Zack Snyder just made him a little bit more grittier, if that makes sense. So, uh, but yeah, I loved it, man. Love his version of Aquaman. Next up. We're going to the Amazon warrior princess herself, Wonder Woman. Evil does not sleep. It waits. Something is coming. Back to the Dark Ages. The devil and his army. And now the world is broken. This is the only way. I watch to island burn. Show him your fear! They said the age of heroes would never come again. Yeah, Wonder Woman, Miss Gal Gadot. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like, again, Zack Snyder casted her. Like, she's made to play this character. And I must say, 
that I feel like this is my favorite version of Wonder Woman. Okay, I really like the first film. Second film, I thought it was cool. I thought it could could have been better. Um, but I, because I ain't gonna lie, man. After seeing this version of Wonder Woman, Zack Snyder's rated R. Ver- I mean, because this film is rated R. It is rated R for a reason. And boy, oh boy, Wonder Woman, she ain't playing. Oh my goodness, man, she is not playing. Let's just say that. Um, that this is a brutal Wonder Woman, but but the cool thing and the thing that I love the most is that Wonder Woman still she's still that heroic hero that young little girls and women and people of all creeds can really look up to. So it's like I feel like in the uh, in the films, the Patty Jenkins versions, the, the movies, I just felt like after seeing this, it's like man, she really is a little watered down in her own movies and super campy and super colorful and bright, which is great. I mean, you know, but I just feel like Wonder Woman could be both. Wonder Woman could be like, yo, I Wonder Woman will kill you if it like she's not afraid she's a warrior princess and i will say in this film you get to see both of that you get to see her being like a brutal warrior when it's time to and also being like i don't necessarily want to spoil it but there is a scene where it's like this is still the wonder woman that you love it's like a scene with a young girl and she just looks up to wonder woman and wonder woman's like you can be anything you want to be so you, you can have both you know you can have that that lovable hero that everyone can look up to, but also this Wonder Woman will kill you. This woman is not playing around. And I, I'm like, oh yeah, this is the Wonder Woman that I really, really love more than anything. So, um, but yeah, so I really do feel like, of course, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman in the film, you also get to see, which I always love, is the, uh, the, the Amazons of the mascara, like how awesome they are, like how just how brave and the strength and just super badass man i might be saying badass this whole podcast but i have to because it it's the perfect word to describe the women of the mascara all the amazons how they're like just warriors man they're just they're there to protect and queen uh hippolota um you know just showing how regal she is in a time of crisis because there's a big bad man we got we got Stephen Wolf. Of course, if you've seen the 2017 version, obviously Stephen Wolf is the main villain in this film. But man, Stephen Wolf is not playing around. But I'll get into that after I get done with uh, with the rest of the league. But yeah, I just loved the Warriors, how they were portrayed. They just seemed even more epic in this film. And um, and I just love also that just that that connection that uh, that Queen Hippolyta, of course, has with her daughter Diana. So um. But yeah, if you see this uh, or if you're listening to this, yes, Wonder Woman is just ooh, it's just next level. I'm like, oh, this is the Wonder Woman I want to see. Of course, you are. We already know Wonder Woman's Wonder Woman three is going to happen probably in the next few years. And I, again, like, hey, I love Patty Jenkins, great director. But I'm just like, oh, this is if you can kind of get just some of Zack Snyder's version mixed with yours. I mean, yours is great, but I, I just need to see more of that grit. But yeah, this is the Wonder Woman that I that I love the most and um next up it's time for us to get into the cape crusade himself the man in the night the dark knight himself the batman i spent a lot of time trying to divide us i need to bring us together and make this right all right the batman ben affleck i feel like his portrayal of batman is probably one if not the best version of batman that we've ever seen uh it's definitely he's definitely like 
top two. Michael Keaton. I'm a Michael Keaton Batman guy first, but I will say if someone say, hey, Ben Affleck's the best Batman we've seen, I'm not going to argue with that. I'm not. You know, y'all know I give Batman a hard time. I'm not the biggest Batman fan, but I'm not a hater to the point where it's like, yo, Ben Affleck, he puts his all in being Batman. And man, oh man, I will say to you, man, this version of Batman is way leaps and bounds beyond greater than that 2017 Batman. I just feel like that 2017 version of Batman just... They just made him like dumb to me. It's like he just kind of like, all right, he just accepts the beatdowns. He admits when he's super hurt and like, oh man, I'm old, I'm hurt. And, you know, it's I just felt like they kind of just made him kind of like a, a laughing stock in a way in the 2017 version. But uh, if you've seen Batman v Superman, I mean, you getting this Batman, but more a uh, new outlook on bringing a team together. You know, obviously with Batman v Superman and how Superman uh, sacrificed himself to to save the world. You get to see Batman like really realizing that in this film and like yo, I got to I legit I owe it to Clark. I owe it to Kal-El to get this team together and and the things that Batman's willing to sacrifice. Also, we get to see my guy Jeremy Irons, we get to see him as Alfred even more and I'm like man y'all like he is perfect for Alfred man like I love you know Jeremy Irons portrayal as Alfred and of course uh J.K. Simmons we get to see more of him as Commissioner Gordon just those backstories because again it's a four hour film so you have more than enough time to actually get to know all of these characters and yeah man this Batman right here is like okay yes this is this is the Batman that it's true to form as far as Zack Snyder's version of the character. I just felt like the 2017 version, they were just trying to like, okay, let's just put these pieces in and, and we're good. We're just, you know, all right, we might have to cut some things. We might have to make them a little more jokey and more funny, but nah, man, this is, I think this one right here, this Batman, hundred percent way leaps and bounds better <laughs> in, in this version for sure. So you definitely will not be let down. Not one bit all right and uh last but not least of course you know we got to go with my boy man of steel himself come on man clark kent superman let's go they wanted me back for a reason i need to find out why all right now again guys you already know how i feel about superman i love superman i'm a you know i'm a superman fan and uh this is this this is the Superman that I want, man. I've been wanting for this Superman to show up. Um, Henry Cavill, I'm just, man, look. I just feel like, again, even more now after seeing this, that Superman deserves a proper sequel to Man of Steel, okay? Just like all, you know, the Snyder Cut fans out there, hashtag release the Snyder Cut, hashtag Man of Steel 2, like, I know that's been a hashtag already, but we need to bring that back, too. We got to make because I just feel like Henry Cavill, man, whenever I see him, he just embodies Superman. And in this film, in Zack Snyder's version of this film, uh, you really get to see that again. You know, Man of Steel, I feel like, you know, he was kind of just learning, you know, to be who he is Um, in this film. You know, obviously, you know, if you've seen the film, you know, Superman is in it. So it's not necessarily a spoiler. But the way he comes back and the way he, you know, have to relearn who he is, the people that he that he meets, the people that he loves has to remind him of who he is. You know, you really get to see Superman uh, come back like even better in all his glory. 
And, you know, Lord knows they needed him in this one. Because <laughs> Steppenwolf in this film, oh my goodness, way, way better. But, again, I'm getting off track. I got to stick to the heroes as of right now. So, Superman, of course, we get to see more backstory of his mother, Martha. Uh, of course, Lois, you know, there's a... It's a cool dynamic with Lois has in this film. Um, again, no spoilers, but uh, you know, Lois definitely. They Zack Snyder had a different version of how Lois is going to be used in this film, so I, I loved how he used her, and also just yeah, you get to see you get to see that that love that he has obviously for both his mother and Lois, and uh, yeah, man, it's this just movie is just way they I mean Zack Snyder knocked it out the park with this right here, man, and and again with the uh, the outfits. Uh, the color schemes it's just a little darker but man oh man you get to see these characters and they're uh and to me in their full glory especially soups man when superman comes in ooh he like if you've seen the 2017 version it's like okay cool but this this yeah yeah henry cavill man i just feel like you know no matter what other films that he does i just see superman he looks like superman to me and not only that he wants to play superman he doesn't want to stop he he loves playing Superman, so I just don't understand what the what the issue is. Like, come on, man, let's lock this guy down. I mean, I know there are rumors that you know J.J. Abrams is possibly making um, a Superman movie of his own, uh, but I mean that's cool. You know, we got we got a Batman movie coming out that's Robert Pattinson. So I don't know, man. I just feel like Henry Cavill deserves another Superman movie. I mean, he does. It's just. It'll be a robbery if he, you know what I'm saying? Robbery of us, the fans, man. We need, you know, I need this. I need this in my life. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so those were my uh, my breakdowns of the six members of the Justice League. And, um, and again, I don't want to potentially spoil any new characters or, uh, but I will say the side characters that are in this film, um, you know, of course, I made mention of the villain of this film, you know, Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf, who just looks even more scarier. Like, I truly feel that Zack Snyder was able to be like, okay, yeah, now nah, this is who Steppenwolf looks like. And also, Steppenwolf, um, you get to know his character a lot more, you know? You get to see his his character arc and why he's so determined on doing what he's doing, like trying to gather the mother box because he don't want to make his boss upset. And of course, I'm talking about Darkseid. Of course, if you've seen the 2017 film, remember the nightmare scene that Batman has, you know, that nightmare dream sequence where it's like, okay, like he sees like the, the symbol of Darkseid's etched in the sand and all of that. No, yeah, you we get to see Darkseid. I will say that. that. I mean, it's not, again, it's not really a big, big spoiler, but... But again, that's that's the biggest of the bad for the fans out there who may not be too familiar with Darkseid and who are more Marvel people. Just think of Thanos just in a DC world. Um, but yeah, yeah, I would say these characters alongside some of the characters that, again, that were cut from the Joss Whedon WB version of justice league so like i made mention of um victor stone cyborg you know his you get to see more of his parents obviously you get to see eleanor stone silas stone cyborg's dad and mom we get to see uh ryan Choi, who uh who plays a big role in helping um silas stone in his work um obviously i mentioned iris west we get to see um barry allen's dad you know so obviously there are other characters that i'm kind of you know i'm holding back from just just so you guys can check it out and watch it because i don't want to give too much away but yeah i would say as far as just 
yeah, man, just overall, man, four hours. And I'll be honest with you, it doesn't feel like four hours to me. Like, I'm not going to lie. I don't think there was any too slow moments to me because I was just, it grabbed me from the get-go. I was just ready and, and ready to see it fully. Kind of like how, you know, Batman v Superman. Like, Batman v Superman, I did not like. I was not a fan of. But the Ultimate Edition? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, now this movie makes way more sense. And, uh, yeah, and I must say, man, like, this movie right here, for it to be four hours, and a lot of people are like, man, well, it wouldn't make sense financially if this were to go in the theaters for four hours. Let me tell you something, man. There, we watch TV series that are, like, eight episodes at an hour each. And we like binge through those things. So I feel like if the content is good enough, the people will see it. The people will sit down and they will watch it. And now, as far as theater goes, I mean, you know, who's to say, right? Endgame, Avengers Endgame, that was what, three hours and some change. And, you know, we sat down and we watched it. I just feel like studios overall, I just feel like I'm happy for me being, I'm a creator, right? So, the story of this whole process is going to go down in history because I really feel like, man, we've we haven't seen anything quite like this where a director gets to like, OK, my vision actually gets to be shown. Like, how often do you have news or you I mean, we talk about it from time to time where directors leave a property due to creative differences. Like, hey, the studio got involved and it's nothing I could do. And this is like the first time where you had so many fans had like an outcry of fans of support of a particular creator, i.e. Zack Snyder. Be like, hey, no, we believe in your vision. We, you know, at least we want to see where, you know, your vision is fully realized. We want to see what it turns out to be. And I really do. I'm always inspired by that. And hopefully it inspires you guys because I'm not going to lie. Like I've in a way, I kind of had something similar in my own way happen with me. Obviously, it's kind of like, you know, when you're working for a big company or a corporation, they may just look at you like a number like, OK, well, uh, I mean, I hear that you do creative things, but, you know, hey, you know, at the end of the day, we're we're the big studio. So you got to do what we tell you to do or rather cut you and bring somebody else in and then that version of what it is you're creating doesn't hold a candle to what it was that you were truly wanting to do so i just feel like overall if you're a creative person this is just another reason why like hey don't stop making your art like hey make your art the way you want it to be and i feel like the fans you know really believed in Zack steiner and i feel like this is a victory for the fans a victory for for all of us because i will say again round of applause please Yeah, I mean, I will say that this is, like, incredible. Like, I believe I saw the Russo brothers. They were like, hey, man, we're we're right here. We, you know, we applaud you. Like, you did a great job. Can't wait to see more. Um, just so the, the support that Zack Snyder has gotten, not just in the DC world, obviously, just all over, especially in Marvel. Because, again, I, this whole Marvel versus DC, I just – this debate i just can't stand because obviously i feel like hey man marvel want that they should want i'm sure kevin feige has seen this and i'm sure kevin feige has taken notes <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm sure he's like ooh, yeah they brought it okay so we got to step our game up that much more you know we the big dogs of course we know but you know competition is always great for everybody it's great it's the best for us as consumers and also you know i'm always the steel sharp and steel mentality like you want to you, you want to be around people who give their best effort 
every time. And I feel like DC has all the capabilities in the world. This is proving it. Like, just let your, like, if you're going to hire a director, let that director direct it the way they want it to be directed. But of course, when you're working for a company or studio that finances it and pushes it and distributes it, it's kind of like, oh, you're kind of handcuffed a little bit. But still, it's like you hired this person for a reason. Let that person, you know, that person's obviously proven how creative they are, let that person be creative. Um, so that's just, uh, I'm just inspired by that. And hopefully this uh, that inspired you as well. So I must say this movie, I loved. Uh, I'm going to watch it again. I will say right now I give this movie, uh, if I'm rating it out of 10 off of first viewing, just because, you know, after you watch something one time, you're like, oh, you're hyped up and everything. But man, no lie, after I watched this film, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I kept talking about it after the movie was done. Like, whereas the 2017 version, I watched it and it was kind of like, all right, what else is on TV? What else is streaming? This, I watched like my some of my favorite YouTubers react to it. I wanted to see their breakdown and how they felt about it. And from the looks of things, man, it's like a lot of people feel the same way. This movie was a thousand times better than the 2017 version. I mean, it just blew my expectations way out the window. This is way better than I ever imagined. And I will say this is definitely one of my favorite DC movies. Maybe, maybe the my favorite, possibly. Like, it's definitely up there. I would say right now, though, I would rate it out of 10. I'll give it, I'll give it a nine out of 10. 10. nine out of 10 yeah it, it was a great 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 film four hours just went by so um i think this is a good way to wrap things up man and uh you know a little shorter episode this week but this is just my take my personal review of Zack snyder's justice league so uh let me know your thoughts you know hit me up hit me up at uh, the comic section on facebook instagram and uh twitter and make sure you guys follow us all the shows in the comic section network you know what i'm saying i'm talking about all of the shows man there's so many you know i can round them off uh but you know head over to the comic section network.com that's why i'm missing little seal because we got a lot of shows and also we got more shows in the works so uh be on the lookout because you know i'm always working on things and make sure you guys hit up our merch store um that's at the comic section network.com we actually dropped a lot of the prices on there um, so that way they're even more affordable for all of you out there who was kind of waiting to see, you know, any sales or whatnot. So, yeah, man, we got even better prices now. And also, again, don't forget to use the promo code to get that. Uh, I believe it's 15 percent off. Best, best fans ever. Again, put in best fans ever to get that percentage off of all the merch at the comic section network dot com. Again, thank you guys so much. And make sure you follow Lil CO, cut it out comics in cosplay. You know, Lil CO's always working on their their arts and crafts and their cutouts and then you know they're making some awesome stuff. So make sure you follow Lil CO at Cut It Out Comics in Cosplay on Facebook and Instagram and I believe Twitter. Make sure you follow our producer extraordinaire Reggie C at Sonic Embassy. I believe he has a new podcast for his Sonic Embassies podcast. And as always make sure you follow me, J Rock the Mike, on Instagram, Facebook no twitter at j-r-o-c-d-a-m-i-c thank you guys so much for tuning in we'll be back next week hopefully little co hopefully they'll give their thoughts and opinions on Zack snyder's justice league all right other than that i've been your host jason and this has been issue 111 of the comic section podcast peace you are now tuned in to the award-winning comic section podcast network